Welcome to the Happy Business Show featuring Therese Skelly of HappyInBusiness.com. Listen in as we pull back the curtain and share real-world stories of successful business owners just like you. You'll love the truth, honesty, and inspiration revealed in each episode. And now, Therese Skelly. Hello, hello. This is Therese Skelly. And today, I'm going to be sharing with you the concept of sometimes you have to go backward or stay still in order to move forward. Now, some of you heard that title and you're like, cool, thank you for validating. And others heard that title and went, ah, what? That's horrible. <laughs> um, but I just want to, I want to share with you the real process isn't like you jump on an escalator and you go forward. It's not like you get on the set of stairs and you just walk straight up. Actually, the process, the way to get where you want to go is one of stop, start, up, down. <clears throat> go sideways a little bit, shift course, take a few steps up, and then wait. And it goes like that. And, again, if you were more of that go-getter, type A, crazy workaholic personality, I know I used to be, that's really hard to understand that very often – That's normal. Like, that's part of life. As a business owner, that's how it grows. And so we see on, like, social media and on TV or whatever, we see success stories, and we're just like, oh, my gosh, they've had, like, a meteoric rise. And, you know, you've heard people say, yeah, it was overnight success. It only took me 10 years because that's what happened. So I want to share with you this concept that I I was uh, recently at a workshop, and they talked about the concept of base camp. Now, you know, like if somebody's going to climb like Mount, Mount Everest or, you know, like the highest mountain, what happens is they fly in and the Sherpas take them to what they call base camp. And you, you, you guys have heard this. You, you've probably watched the National Geographic shows and you understand that before you ascend the mountain, you have to acclimate, particularly, you know, when it's that high. So what the Sherpas do is they, they get the people and they take them up to a certain level, and they say, okay, this is base camp. Now you have to stop here for, for a couple weeks. And the reason they do that is because their bodies need to acclimate. They have to get their lungs used to the altitude. They have to get their strength. They have to, like, be ready for the ascent. And sometimes a Sherpa will take them up, you know, like half a day, then say, nope, we got to go back down. Now, think about how maddening that would be for you. Do you know, maybe you say, okay, I'm going to do that in three weeks. And, so, and I know I'm playing a metaphor here, but imagine you think, okay, this is my goal, and I'm going to bang that thing out in three weeks, and I'm going to, if you like that. And what if midway something happened, and it was like, nope, you got to go back down. Nope, you got to stop for a while. Nope, it's not the time. Would that drive you nuts? <laughs> I know for a lot of people that would drive them nuts. And so I, so part of why I'm sharing this is because this is how it happens. Like, I, And if you're sitting there wondering what's wrong with you, that you're a little stalled or sometimes you hit stop start or sometimes you don't want to push as hard, you're just normal. And you know all the work I do, all the messages that I create for you are to help you say, don't let shame tell you that something is wrong with you. Don't let your in, inner game take you out of the game, right? And so if you understand the real way the journey works, then you can be gentle and have some compassion with yourself when you're in the middle of it. But I want to talk about why in the world people can't 
accept this. And, you know, and I, and I come from a background of, um, well, raise your hand. I'll say, raise your hand if you're the firstborn, right? If you're the firstborn in the room, you probably are, you know, we're like the little heroes. We're like, oh, I'll, sh- I'll show you how good I can be, mommy and daddy. And so we go out there and we, and other times, um, maybe you just, because of your family structure, you learned is that the way you get the goods, the way you get love, the way you get your self-esteem is if you just are successful and creative and working super hard and that becomes a part of our identities, right? Raise your hand, raise your hand if you've ever either been a person of color or a woman who felt like you had to maybe prove yourself a little bit or work a little bit harder because perhaps you weren't taken as seriously as other people in the room, right? So there's lots of reasons why we develop that um, push, 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 go, go, go thing. And even in the vernacular, it's like more pain, more gain. You know, if <laughs> like more is better. Like they're really, I know that when I first got into this, the business world a number of years ago, I used to be proud of the fact that I was a crazy workaholic and would be Skyping with my assistants at midnight and, you know, it's just insane, but there was like a badge of honor and, and there was kind of a mindset back 10 years ago when it was like, oh, yeah, this is what we do. We're kind of nuts. Um, and so it became kind of the identity that I was raised with in this industry. I have since, since had a number of base camp times. I've had a number of times where I've said, I, I, I can't do this. Like, okay, the first time I had built up my business to cross that magical six-figure mark, I called my marketing manager crying and saying, I I feel like I've built this beast and I hate it. I have to keep feeding this thing and it's killing me. I don't like how this is going. And so there's been many times where that was an intentional stopping. Then I had a couple deaths in the family where I'm like, grind to a halt. So it's, sometimes it's a conscious choice where you say, wowza, I need a rest. Or sometimes it's a choice where your kid is sick or there's an illness or a death in the family. Or sometimes you just know, like, gosh, I'm so flipping burned out. I just, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta call base camp here and just recharge and regenerate. But if you have been trained that you are the only one that's providing for you, if you've been trained that and especially if you have a business that that's true, where you're working kind of dollars for hours and you're it, it's, I can't even tell you how scary it is. It's horrifyingly scary. And so what happens is we don't listen to the part of us or life that's saying, no, you're going to stop here for a while. Nope, you need a break. Nope, you're not going any farther. You need to pull it all in and be right here, right now. But we fight that. And one of the reasons why is because we have a fear of the future. We're afraid, like, oh, my gosh, again, old paradigm. If I don't push, 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 push and crank it out, you know, I'm just going to be the homeless cat lady <laughs> or dog lady if you're that guy or that lady, right? So we, so what happens is our mind will not allow us to say, oh, you need to stop. Okay, cool. All is good. And your mind is not your friend. Your mind is going to be constantly pumping fear thoughts because it's trying to keep you safe. And so, you know, the old way of working was push, go, 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 go. And if your now sees you saying, eh, I'm just going to chill. I'm not going to market so much. I'm going to rest a little bit. Your mind's going to, like, freak the heck out, right? Another reason why this is hard is because 
something, you probably have been trained in the old paradigm. I think this new era is very much more listen to your energy, follow your gut. What does your soul want? What does your energy want? Um, we call it working in the feminine. You don't have to be a woman to work in the feminine, but working in the feminine energy of waiting and receiving as opposed to pushing. You know, think hunter-gatherer, right? The, the, the male energy, again, doesn't have to be man doing that because females have a lot of male energy as well. As do women have female energy? The masculine energy is you go out and hunt the sucker. You just go out and you hunt. And the feminine way is wait for it to be brought to you or kind of be receptive to it being brought to you. And so if you've been paradigm, it's very scary to do something different. You feel really out of control, right? And then the last one I want to talk to you about why this is so hard is you might not trust that you'll be supported. And this is where the spiritual work comes in. Do you trust that God has your back? Do you trust that the universe is conspiring to support you? Do you trust that if you listen to the desires of your heart, you will be given what you need? Do you trust that? And we all say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Really? Do you trust it when clients are slowing down and money's not coming in and you're like, holy crap, how am I going to pay that bill? Do you, do you trust it then? If that, to me, is the work. That's the work. It's like when you put a seed in the ground. I, was, I just had a client session yesterday, and, and she was really scared because she's in one of these places where she's having to do a lot of inner work, where she's really doing some healing, and, and we did a lot of clearing. We're not doing strategy. We're doing healing and clearing, and let's figure, figure out who you need to be to move yourself forward. You're not in the jump on a mountain and go running phase. You're in the sit and be and clear. She was really scared, and they said, you know, if you think about it, the seed knows what it needs. The seed, the seed knows exactly what it needs, and when you put it into the ground, it pulls to itself all that it needs. We don't keep pulling it up and pulling it up. And I know you've heard this metaphor before. You might have heard it before from me because it's a kind of a common one, but just think of the wisdom of that. Like, I look at birds, right, and I think, are birds sitting there hanging out going, oh, good God, where am I going to get food? You know, <laughs> like, like, am I a good enough bird to get food? I, you know, I'm not as pretty as that other bird. Crap, I should lose a few pounds. You know, maybe, maybe I should take classes on learning how to fly better. Or maybe my wings, I mean, like, really? Like, we, we just are nuts. And if you look at nature, every, everything is supported. Like, I, I really use nature a lot because we are nature. We are connected to nature. So the lessons of nature can can also generalize to you in your life. And so in this base camp or stopping moment for you, what if you believed that you were supported? See, we only get wonky and think we have to rush ahead and throw the Sherpa off the mountain like, no, I screw you. I got to, no, 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 I got to go on my own path. Forget it. I, I got to do this in 21 days, right? We get crazy. But if you knew, like, heck, okay, take a month off. You'll be supported. Something will happen. You know, I've lived through this, you know, uh, with a, a lot of deaths the last few months and losses. Well, not a lot, two deaths and, and the ending of a relationship. And uh, my son had some health problems. It's, it has been very hard. And so I've allowed my business to slow down. I've allowed it because that's what I've had to do. I, I did not have the energy to push big programs. 
And there's a part of me, there are little parts that go, ah, and guess what? It's always taken care of. It's crazy. It's like, oh, here's an extra check that, I, that just got found. Oh, a, a new client came in. So I'm really learning. I've been learning it, but this has been a, a bigger chance to even deepen. If I take care of me, if I take care of my desires, if I take care of my family, if I listen to my energy, I call it God, spirit, life, whatever you want to call it, that, that takes care of my business, right? And so when I honor what I need, I just am learning even more deeply because I've, I've been learning it the last five years, but I've been like, whew, this last five months have been really slammed into this lesson of if I honor what I need, can I trust that the money will be there? Can I trust that the support will be there? And the answer is a resounding yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. I've had more spaciousness and more time free and more just healing and just Ah, just time to be where I need to be with this process I'm in right now. I'm still in my house. My bills are paid. (laughs) I got a nice car I'm driving. I'm going on vacations. Uh, You know, there's nothing I'm I'm wanting for. Will it be my biggest money-making year ever? Oh, hell no. And that's okay. Because sometimes, and this is what you have to get when you're at that place, sometimes things are more important than making money. Sometimes your growth, your recovery, your um, deepening your soul expression, that is what you're working on. It's not about getting money in the door just to get money in the door. So what would it be like for you if you just trusted? I, I, I'm just going to be a nagging mom on this one. If you could just trust that where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be, And you could trust that you were supported in that and your needs were met and you could just relax and be where you are. You know, I I think of myself as, 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 as those Sherpas. Very often with my clients, when they're trying to run ahead, I'll be like, uh, uh, come back here. No, no, no. And sometimes that's, you don't have the foundation for that program yet. You don't have the inner game to charge that yet. You don't have, your program set up yet. You don't have your website looking like it's you yet. Sometimes I pull my people back or give them permission to be back. And you know what? Whenever I do that, there's this like, oh, thank you. It's really funny. There's like an internal part of us. It's like, oh, thank God. I really want to be here, but I kind of need permission because I don't know if I could tell myself that I'm okay just slowing or integrating, you know? So here's how you do it, right? Let's say you're in that place. And no, not everybody's in that place. But if you are, here's how you do it. I've given you some clues already, but I want to just give you four or five points. Number one, you stay in the day. You stay in the day, you stay in the hour, and you stay in the moment. Are you in a place today where you have a home over you or your head with lights and heat or air conditioning and food? You're probably good. What happens, though, when we don't stay in the day? We fast forward to, oh, my gosh, but but what about in November? You know, I've got that big tax bill due, or I, oh, my gosh, I, you know, my kid needs that, and how am I going to get the money? And then what if that client ends? Do you hear what happens? When you go into the future, that's where you meet your little friends, fear and anxiety. 
That's where fear and anxiety hang out. Fear and anxiety, they're just waiting for you in the future, telling you all kinds of silly things. But if you stay in the day, like, mm, nope, I'm good today. I got gas in my car, I got food today, I'm happy today. You must train your brain to stop running you out. I, I know for me, when things have gone bad, you know, um, had some trauma or whatever happened, it feels like my default gets set to running out to the future. So I think on some twisted level, again, this is my mind, the, the gremlin-y part, well, if I can think about it out there, then I can manage it and mitigate it and create a plan for it. And, yeah, never, that never happens. <laughs> so I remember years ago I was with a boyfriend, and um, I was going to go down to Mexico with he and my children. It was like four years ago or something like that. And, and truthfully, my kids didn't really like him. They didn't really get along with this boyfriend. Um, this was Shall we call him boyfriend from hell? We could call him that. Anywho, I was going to go to Mexico, and I spent so much time ahead of time. Like, okay, well, if he does this, then I'll say this. Well, if he does this, okay. And then if he, and then if, and then, actually, my coach at the time said, do you notice what you're doing? Like, shh. Like, look at you. Look at how much energy you're wasting planning and worrying. And how about you just show up? I was like, oh, that's an idea. But I noticed that that's my default because, you know, I think I'm so smart and we we always use our minds to solve our problems. So just know that when stressful things happen, your set point is like it's going to fly you out in the future, creating all this. And then you're going to start obsessing and lose your peace and lose your center and just going over and over. And this happens. And, you know, you know, times where. And I guess I'm really revealing how bloody neurotic I have been in my past, but, but like all those conversations you have in your head, those hours and hours and hours you go over ruminating, yeah? Well, I'm not thankfully that bad today, but I've been there. I've been there. And it can look like relationships or money challenges or health challenges or anything. And so the number one thing you do is you pull yourself back. Return to your body, return to your center, return to the day. And if you can't do a day, you do an hour. And if you can't do an hour, you do a moment. So just take for a moment. Just be just be with me. Just say, okay, in this moment, just pull your energy back. I'm just gonna we're just gonna do a little kind of a guided imagery thing. So taking a deep breath. And just breathe in the awareness whether you see it or feel it or believe it, the truth is that life is supporting you. So allow yourself to breathe that in. And imagine as you breathe in, it just fully sinks down into every one of your cells and just kind of resetting your set point. And then you breathe out any fear, any stress. And then imagine your energy is fragmented or scattered. Imagine there's little thoughts in this conversation or that scenario or that possibility. And imagine you could literally call your energy back. So just, just call back. You can do it. You can just say, I'm calling all my energy back. Any place that your energy is stuck or sticking or wandering, call it all back. Nice, call it back, call it back. And notice wherever you're sitting, something is holding you. It's a couch or a chair, floor, 
imagine that you're not having to think about that. You're not having to do anything. But something's holding you. Your body's being held. And notice as you're listening that this whole time we've been on this podcast together, your body has been breathed for you. You've got that that nervous system that makes your heart go, makes your lungs go, makes your blood flow. How cool it is to know that there's this whole source, this whole life that is running through you, beating your heart, flowing your blood, and basically breathing you. So if life supports you to that degree, why would life not support the rest of it for you? So I want you to, again, notice those two things. I'm being held physically by the chair. And wow, I'm being held by my, I didn't have to do anything to make my hair grow or my nails grow or my stomach digestive. I don't have to do anything. It's happening. And can I trust that process as I move forward? So that's number one. You stay in the day and focus on the support that you already have. The next one. You focus on what you have already accomplished. See, where we get wonky is the comparison game. We get wonky in, yeah, I got, you know, I got four A's, but I got that one B, and so I'm a stinky loser. You know, we get wonky in comparing what they have with what we don't have, with what we, you know, what we missed, what we're not getting. And so, you know the expression, what you think about, you bring about. And so if you're always thinking about your lack or your not such great successes or what you don't have, you're not going to have what you want. This kind of basic law of attraction stuff. But it's just a good reminder, and, and you probably have heard me tell you this, but when I was uh, going through bankruptcy a number of years ago, it was really it was a really hard time. And this one day I somehow had gone – I don't know if I went to Costco because I hate Costco, but I got, I went to probably Target and bought like, you know, 48 pack of toilet paper or something like that. And, and it was kind of a funny metaphor for me. Like, wow, I don't have a lot of money and I'm really freaked out now and things are hard, but I got a lot of toilet paper. <laughs> I got a lot of toilet paper. I am not running out of toilet paper. And it was really, again, it was really a silly little, but something in my brain was able to say, there is abundance there. There is not lack. There is not shortage there. There is abundance there. I was also in that time able to say, okay, I don't have a lot of money, but I have so much love. I God dang, I have so many people loving and supporting me. I am rich in relationships. And so I started to notice what I did have. I actually flipped into gratitude. I flipped into gratitude, and it wasn't easy. Trust, I'm not saying, oh, yeah, I was in bankruptcy. I mean, I I actually had to have a friend call me every day to pray with me and to say, can you you trust and know that this is already done and you're already fine? Can you just give yourself a moment of gratitude for that? I I couldn't catch it for a while, but I had support, and eventually I flipped into gratitude for what I did have. I had great kids. I had wonderful friends. I had my health. I'm a dog. <laughs> I had all kinds of good stuff. 
And the third one, so the first is we stay in the day. Second one is you focus on what you do have. And the third one, like I referenced, you look to nature. Nature is such a beautiful teacher. Years ago, I did some um, some retreats with one of my favorite singer-songwriters named Daniel Neymond, who took us out to the Arches, Arches National Park in Moab. And the whole retreat was about, um, like, surrendering. And he would... He would take us to these arches and these magnificent rock formations. And he said, look at these arches. Life has created these by wind and erosion and water and storms. They are who they are today because life created them. And you think for a minute, these arches sit there and say, gosh, am I living a legacy? Am I good enough? (laughs) And I just thought that was so funny. Like, they want for nothing. They just be and they let life do with them what life is going to do with them. All of nature is self-correcting. Sometimes in forests, boom, there's a fire and it has to happen because it needs to be cleared away for the new growth. There are the seasons of nature. Maybe you're in the season where you're like blooming and flourishing and maybe you're in the season of winter where things seem dead, they seem dormant, they seem dark, they're kind of underground maybe. But what we know is there's not death there. There is just waiting and pulling in and regenerating, and then the season will come. So if you trust the season, trust nature, because again, we are all connected. We're all one. The same force that creates the stars, creates the flowers, creates the bees, creates us. It creates your business. Why would it be any different? And the final one, you know what I'm going to tell you, the final one is to get support. You've got to get support, especially in this time, especially if you need to go back to a base camp, especially if you need to hang out for a while, especially, you know, nothing bad needs to happen. I'm not saying, you know, you have to do this because something horrible happened. Maybe you just want to rebrand. Maybe you want to reinvent your business. Maybe you're no longer happy doing the work you did. Maybe there's something that wants to be revealed and you like the next iteration and you're like, I don't know how to get it out. I, I This is working over here, but it's not feeding me like it used to. And I want to be over here, but I don't know how to do that. So I'm going to kind of pull it in a little bit till I figure that out. You've got to get support. Can't do it on your own. This this is the place you really. I just love the metaphor of the Sherpa. I wish I could. I wish I could be a Sherpa for for everybody because that, uh, like you know, knowing the trail, stopping when you need to stop, guiding you in the spots that are a little challenging to traverse. That Sherpa metaphor is a beautiful one. Find yourself a Sherpa. If it's me, I'd be honored. But if it's not me, find yourself somebody to walk that with you. So. This is Therese, and I just so love spending this time with you. And I really, really, really love when people write to me telling me how they feel about the podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm a real person. You know, I've heard that on the internet. Like, I'm a real person. I, I really, seriously, like, I will write back to you. Feel free. Message me at Therese, T-H-E-R-E-S-E, at happyinbusiness.com. I really want to hear from you. I want to hear what this this podcast meant to you and, and what you're going to do as a result or feel free to ask me a question. Okay. I want to be on the guide. I want to be a guide on your trail with you. 
Alrighty. Peace and blessings. Much love. You've been listening to The Happy Business Show with Therese Skelly. Join us next time and invite your friends to join us at thehappybusinessshow.com. Visit thehappybusinessshow.com and get Therese's five-part video series, Eliminating Money Blocks. Thanks for tuning in. 